Friends, we have made it to December of 2020. Boy, oh boy, when I think back to what life was like a year ago, it's hard to believe. But nonetheless, we are here. And as part of my gift to you, to help you get through the holiday season, for the four Fridays in December, I'm going to be bringing you a new Yoga Nidra each week. And to kick things off, today's episode is going to be a little bit longer than the subsequent ones because I wanted to tell you a little bit about Yoga Nidra and why it can be so helpful in times of stress. And holiday seasons can be stressful even when you're not living in a pandemic. So I hope you enjoy it. You're listening to the Wellness Simplified Podcast. Simple wellness tips to help you improve your life without turning it upside down. With your host, award-winning fitness instructor, nutrition coach, and wellness expert, Susie Fevens. I know that not everybody knows what Yoga Nidra is, and this is one of the things that I've had the opportunity to really dive deeper into during 2020. I took a specific training just on Yoga Nidra. I had already been trained in it a little bit, but, you know, just kind of increased my knowledge and expertise in that area and it's something that I found very very impactful in my own life and something I want more people to know about so yoga nidra is yogic sleep so it's sort of that state between being awake and being asleep where your body is at rest but your mind is still active that's exactly what it is. It's not kind of that. It's exactly that. And it can really help you to improve your sleep quality and your ability to fall asleep in a relaxed state. Because sometimes when our sleep has really gone off track, we need some extra support. And sometimes you need to go to an outside source, maybe get a supplement or something from your naturopath or whomever you deal with for your medical team, but yoga nidra can be really, really helpful. We often think of it as a form of meditation, but it is not actually, it's its own sort of practice. But if you're new to meditation, yoga nidra is actually a really great place to start because you lay down and you can do it when you go to bed. And if you fall asleep, then you're already in bed and you just stay asleep. So the the end goal is not to fall asleep. That is not the purpose of a yoga nidra, but you can use it to aid you in going to sleep. So it's not, that's not the absolute goal. However, it can be used to help. So yoga nidra isn't a replacement for sleep, but scientific studies, not just like somebody has decided this, this has been scientifically proven that one hour of yoga nidra is as restful on the body as an extra four hours of sleep. Like how amazing is that? Now restful on the body, not necessarily the mind. It definitely helps relax the mind, but like I said, it's not a replacement for sleep. So the reason that yoga nidra or yogic sleep is so amazing is because it puts us in a state of conscious deep sleep. When we practice yoga nidra, especially on a regular basis, we become deeply relaxed, but we also remain conscious. It's a state where the body is completely relaxed, yet capable of increasing awareness of the inner world. Yoga Nidra is different from hypnosis. So we already talked about how it's different than meditation, but it's also different than hypnosis because in hypnosis, the practitioner puts the individual in a deep sleep state and then they introduce suggestions into their psyche. So, you know, we've all heard of people going to a, um, getting hypnotized to help them lose weight or quit smoking or things like that. And when you do that, the hypnotist is putting the thought in your mind. But in yoga nidra, 
the practitioner, which is me, just guides the individual to choose their own goal or desire. So in the beginning of a yoga nidra, you get to choose your desire, your sankalpa. So it's you that's choosing and you get to explore what's already there. So there's no introduction from the outside world. It's just you choosing what you need in that moment. And the, let's talk a little bit about brain waves, shall we? When we sleep, our brain waves should follow a pattern of going from the beta brain waves to delta in a systematic way. Beta brain waves are our concentration and learning. This is where we spend most of our days in the beta. Alpha waves are where we find relaxation and reflection. Theta waves are dream and flow states. We've talked about flow before here on the podcast. And delta is where the deep healing sleep occurs. So maybe you've experienced this, but I'm sure you know of somebody who has been so tired that they just lay down and they immediately go to sleep. They could sleep for, I don't know, 15 hours. I just made that number up. They wake up, they're still exhausted. And they're like, oh, I slept for so long. Like, why am I still tired? What happens is a lot of people go from beta. And remember, beta is our general state when we're awake, um, our concentration and learning, they go from those beta waves directly to delta, which is where the deep healing sleep occurs. So they skipped right over alpha and theta. And when that happens, they didn't get that phase in between where they get to relieve muscle tension. When the relaxing alpha state is skipped, people wake up tired. Because remember, beta is awake, alpha which is the next, is relaxation and reflection. Theta is the dreams and flow states. Delta is the deep healing. So when you go from beta to delta, you haven't had a chance to relax. So yoga nidra allows us to tap back into the alpha state because it puts us in the alpha state. And as a result, we get deeply relaxed and it helps us extend that relaxation. And as I said before, the goal of yoga nidra isn't to go to sleep. Many people find that they fall asleep while practicing it, and that's okay. In fact, I specifically do yoga nidra at night in bed to help me to go to sleep. Um, And if you fall asleep during yoga nidra and you're doing one during the day, it just means that your body needed it. And listen, (laughs) sleep is everything. And if you're doing a yoga nidra or a meditation of any sort, and you go to sleep, your body needed it. So never be embarrassed or upset or anything. Just be like, oh, I'm so glad I was able to get that pocket of sleep. I must have really needed it. Um, I also will tend to use a yoga nidra if I wake up in the middle of the night because it will help me go back to sleep because you know, you know, I know you know that like 2 to 4 a.m. range where you wake up and then you start going over all of your life's problems, every single problem you had in your life. That's not helpful. (laughs) So yoga nidra can help bring you back. And even if it doesn't put you to sleep, remember one hour of yoga nidra is as restful on the body as four hours sleep. So I feel like it's time well spent. If I do a 20 minute yoga nidra in the middle of the night when I wake up, even if I don't go back to sleep, I've still given my body that much more rest because I've done it. So that's just a little um, background info I wanted to give you on yoga nidra. I could go on about it for an eternity, but let's not do that. Let's actually get to experience one of these practices. Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, this is great, I'm going to do this yoga nidra right now, but 
If I were to take this to bed, I don't want to listen to you, Susie, yabbering on about what yoga nidra is before you get to the yoga nidra. But don't you worry, I've got you covered. I have added this as well as a bunch of other yoga nidras that do not have me talky talking <laughs> in the intro. It's just the yoga nidra. And those can be found in R&R Light on my virtual fitness studio. R&R Light is, of course, recharged and resilient and light means it's the free version. The paid version isn't out yet, but you can get this for free. You will be able to download the Yoga Nidra itself to your phone, your tablet, wherever. Burn it on a CD if you want, and then you will have just the Nidra. So that is where you can find that. I will recount that and keep the links um, in the description as well. Um, But let's get cozy. So you can do this seated if you need to. Do not do this while you're driving. (laughs) But if you are able to lie down on your bed, on a yoga mat, even on the carpet, on the couch, wherever, that's going to be the best. You want to be fully at rest. So get yourself situated. Pause this for a second. And then when we return, when you press play again, we'll be ready to start. Finding yourself a comfortable position, lying or seated, hands resting on your lap, or maybe palms face up on the floor beside your body. Let's take a moment to just breathe and relax into your spot, on your mat, your chair, your bed, wherever you've chosen to receive this practice today. And let's take a moment to think about your deep desire in this moment, your sankalpa. What's your intention for this practice or maybe this day or week or season in life? Not judging, just noticing what bubbles up in your mind. If nothing comes to mind, then just allow yourself the enjoyment of taking this practice with no specific intention. But if one did come to the surface, repeating it three times in your mind's eye before you let it just float away. Next. As I say each body part, I want you to light it up in your imagination as you bring your consciousness to that area. The right hand thumb, second finger, third finger, fourth finger, fifth finger, the palm of the hand, back of the hand, the lower right arm, upper arm, the shoulder, the armpit, the right side of the torso, the right upper leg, the lower leg, the ankle, the right foot, the right toes, the left hand thumb, second finger, third finger, fourth finger, fifth finger, the palm of the hand, back of the hand, the lower left arm, the upper arm, 
the shoulder, the armpit, the left side of the torso, the left upper leg, the left lower leg, the ankle, the left foot, the left toes. Become aware of the right shoulder blade, the left shoulder blade, the right buttock, the left buttock, the spine, and the whole back. Now go to the top of the head. Become aware of the top of the head, the forehead, the right eyebrow, the left eyebrow, the space between the eyebrows, the right eye, the left eye, the right ear, the left ear, the nose, the lips, throat, the right side of your chest, the left side of your chest, the middle of your chest, the navel, the lower belly. Let's go a little bit deeper into the inside of our bodies, taking our minds to the brain. Become aware of the brain, the nasal passage between the mouth and the throat, the tongue, the teeth, the roof of the mouth the right eardrum, the left eardrum, the throat through which the air passes, the esophagus, the right lung, the left lung, the heart. Feel your heart beating. The stomach, which is above your navel towards the left, the liver above the navel towards the right, the right kidney and the left kidney towards the back above the waist. In the abdomen, the long coiled tube of the small intestines and the inverted U-shaped tube of the long intestines, the right leg, the left leg, both legs together, the right arm, the left arm, both arms together, the back of the body, the front of the body, the head, the whole body, the whole body, the whole body, the whole body. Concentrate on your body lying on the floor or seated in a chair. Become aware of where your body meets the floor, chair, or bed. Your head, shoulders, arms, back, buttocks, thighs, calves, heels, the whole body lying or seated. 
then bringing our attention back to our breath, feeling that expansive sensation through our ribs and our abdomen as we inhale, and feel the relaxation that floods our body as we exhale. Noticing with each exhale, how much more tension you can release, relaxing your fingers and your hands, your toes and your feet, allowing your shoulders to sink even more deeply into a state of relaxation. Now feeling the sensation of heaviness throughout your body feeling like every body part is heavy and difficult to move. Then feeling a sensation of lightness as though your body is feel, filled with helium and could easily float away, it's so light. Feeling a sensation of lightness Then again, returning to that sensation of heaviness. Feeling heavy. And then feeling light. Feeling those oppositions of heavy and lightness. Heavy and lightness. Now let's feel a sensation of cold. Imagine yourself out on a blustery December day. The snow is coming down, it's windy, and you're not dressed properly. You're feeling the cold on your fingers, on your nose, and your whole body is just shivering with that sensation of cold. Now, let's imagine a sensation of warmth, that you're lying out on your favorite beach on a hot summer's day, the sun is beating down, you're feeling so warm, so cozy. Your whole body is warm. Then returning to that sensation of cold, feeling that bitter chill right down to the bone, feeling cold, and then back to warm and heat, feeling that warmth enveloping your entire body, alternating now between cold and heat, feeling cold and then feeling hot. Coming back to the sensation of lightness, feeling as if your body is made of cotton, you seem to be floating away from the floor, and then returning to that sensation of heaviness, feeling your body getting heavy, so heavy, it's like you're sinking into the floor, feeling your head heavy, your arms, your torso, 
through your legs, the feet, everything so heavy. The whole body heavy on the floor. Now awaken that sensation of cold, that bitter cold on your body, shivering in that freezing December day. And finally, once again, awakening that sensation of heat. Your whole body is hot. And then finding a happy medium between hot and cold, heavy and light. And then I want you to think back over holidays in the past, Christmas, Hanukkah, another holiday that perhaps you celebrate. And I want you to think about one of the happiest memories you have from that holiday. What did that smell like in that moment? What did it feel like? What did it look like? And what aspects of that memory, that treasured memory, can you bring back into this season, this year? Maybe it's the smell. Maybe it's a favorite recipe, a movie or show. What is one little strand of that treasured memory that you can bring into your holiday season this year? Now finally, let's let that sankalpa, that desire that we set back at the start of our practice, bubble back up into our minds. Maybe we started without a purpose or desire. Maybe it's changed over the duration of our practice today. But whatever your sankalpa, your desire is in this moment, if you have one, let's repeat it three more times in our mind's eye. And then let it go. Let's begin to wiggle our fingers, wiggling our toes, slowly moving in any way that feels good in this moment. When you're ready, you can let your eyes begin to flutter open, taking your time, maybe coming up into a seated position if you're lying, maybe doing a few gentle stretches or twists. Our yoga nidra practice is now complete. I hope you enjoyed that. And once again, if you would like a copy of this yoga nidra that doesn't have the chit chat at the beginning or this little outro at the end, you can find a downloadable file that is just the yoga nidra itself over on my virtual studio, Well You. The link is in the description. And what you're looking for is R&R Light 
Recharged and Resilient Light. It's a free program. When you sign up or sign in, if you already have the program, you will find this as well as a collection of other yoga nidras there for you to stream. Most of them also have a downloadable file. Not all. This one definitely does. But grab that and enjoy. And if you like this, please let me know. I would love to know if you enjoyed this or if you've tried Yoga Nidra. Was this your first time? Hit me up. Give me all the deets. You can find me on Instagram at Suzy Confesses, on Facebook at facebook.com slash confessions of a fitness instructor. You can also email me info at suzyfevens.ca. Again, all of those are in the description as well. Have a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you for another Yoga Nidra next Friday.